Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 148 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of February 7th, 2023. Coming up on today's episode, new meet and greets at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Details are revealed for Gardens Rock, Garden, Gardens Rock? Garden Rocks. Garden Rocks. Yeah, I added an extra S. Uh, Concert lineup. Though gardens do rock. That is that is true. There's rocks in gardens. Fair. And rock gardens. That's true. It's a dumb name no matter what. Photopass photographers are debuting new costumes. And in our main segment, we revisit the crystal ball. This is the Circus 71 podcast. All right, Donna, on to the news. First story this week. Schedules have been added for Goofy, Max, and Incredibles meet and greets at Disney's Hollywood Studios to the My Disney Experience app. Um, Most of them begin at, I think, actually, I take that back. No, most of them are 9.15, Goofy and Max, and the Incredibles start at 9.30. Um, obviously intermittent, and it looks like the last appearance um, for Max and Goofy are 4.45. The Incredibles are 5 o'clock. Um, Edna Mode and Frozone are also appearing, but they're, um, at least at the time of us recording, their um, times are not listed um, in the app. Interesting to me that they are citing the Incredibles at Echo Lake. Um, when Disney said they were going to go back to Pixar place. So I don't, that's kind of confusing to me. I'll tell you, we did not see them out. I guess we didn't spend a whole ton of time right by Echo Lake when we were there on Saturday. Um, but we did not see them, but we did see Max and Goofy and Jamie. The line for Max was unbelievable. Yeah, because he's in, I don't think I've ever, I, I know this is sacrilegious, seen uh, a Goofy movie. Oh um, my God, Andrew quotes that darn movie all the time. Andrew, what is what is it that he says that we always have to correct him on? Like, try to get him to say it nicer than than the way Max says it? Uh, Jamie, it's, it's going to kill you. Uh, Andrew and I can't remember what it is. We're both shaking our heads. Yeah, I have never seen that movie. I know he's in the Powerline costume from it. Yes. Um, and they have that really awesome song. But other than that, I know nothing about that movie, um, which I should actually, we should watch that. Um, if you yeah. want your kid to repeat whatever phrase it is that I can't come up with it, Anthony keeps saying, <laughs> like, say, say that. How about we say this? And say, what is it? Oh, God, Jamie, this is going to kill me. I'm going to make Andrew look it up. Andrew will be Googling while we're talking. Continue. <laughs> um, I just find it odd that they've dedicated space for. The Incredibles and Edna Mode, and not using them like it, it's just weird to me. Maybe they didn't. No, I mean, I I can't even come up with a reason as to why they're just kind of out and about. Especially because of how crowded that Echo Lake area can be when Indy lets out or when Frozen lets out. There are a ton of people flooding into that area. Yeah, and, and um, uh, Chip and Dale are also in the like that grassy knoll area next to Brown Derby. Um, and was someone shot like, there? Someone was shot there. Oh my God, Jamie, the grassy knoll. Want to brush up on your presidential history? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What <laughs> <laughs> a rough night, buddy. It, it is. Um, but uh, supposedly Clarice is going to um, join the chipmunks there as well. But no date or time yet for, for her appearance. Um, cool. Glad to see it. I, I just wish they would use that dedicated space for the Incredibles. I think that's a miss. And there's got to be a reason why. I, I well, like, Have you seen where Goofy and Max are? Um, yes, uh, by the entryway to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a weird spot. I mean, I guess it's an, an currently not a used spot. We're talking right across from Animation, not Animation Courtyard, right, right across from Muppets Courtyard as you're entering that, that, that particular entrance for Galaxy's Edge. Just, just odd to me. Yeah. What is that? That's not called Muppet or uh, Muppets Courtyard anymore. What is that? It's always Muppet Courtyard, Jamie, just like it will always be World Showcase and Future World. Grand, well, it's the Grand Avenue or something. Sure. Yeah, whatever. But glad to see, I mean, you know, meet and greets are, are cool. I just, like I said, smite, slight little knock for... Uh, smite? You're smiting someone now? God, I cannot speak tonight. This is <laughs> not going well. We, we may, we may be kicking uh, the main segment tomorrow night. <laughs> Go ahead. You start with number two before I drown myself. <laughs> uh, at least if you start with number two. <laughs> oh, I said drown myself because it's cruise line. Yeah, well, guess what? You drown it yourself in number two. Evidently. Go ahead. All right. DCL has announced Pixar Day at Sea and Marvel Day at Sea uh, voyages for 2024 due to, quote, their immense popularity. Uh, They're going to be January through March, departing from different Florida ports. This does not surprise me at all, James. These cruises are the least popular cruise dates um, because of the weather. You're still cruising to the same port, so you're either going to Nassau and Castaway Key, or you're going to um, uh, add, oh my gosh, Jamie, for the seven night, what do they add? They add, now whose brain isn't working? Oh. Uh, food? I, I don't know where you're going with that. I, I well, wish I could help. So it's Bahamian and Caribbean ports. So of course they're warmer than, you know, folks who live up north or even Florida temperatures, but it's not, you know, super, super pleasant to be in the water uh, that time of year. It's just Mm. not, it's not quite the same experience. So those cruises are the least popular. Therefore they do these, I don't want to say gimmicky because they're ridiculously cool, uh, but they do these types of cruises in order to entice people to book them. Oh, maybe we will go when the weather's a little cooler because we'll get a Pixar day at sea or we'll get a Marvel day at sea. I actually just had clients uh, disembark the dream yesterday. They were on a Monday through Saturday, a five night uh, cruise on the dream. And it was a Marvel day at sea and they're not huge Marvel fans, but she was like, okay, Donna, I even have to admit like it was cool. Yeah. I mean, seeing um, pictures and things, cause this was the first year for Pixar day at sea. Correct. Donna. Correct. Um, I, I mean, seeing the, the pictures other than like the face characters for like Edna Mode, and, and, <laughs> they were I mean, weird, they, they were weird and bad. Um, but uh, the, the Pixar Day at Sea, even though we're, I, I mean, not hardcore Marvel fans, we've seen a decent amount of the movies, but I think the Pixar Day at Sea looks like so much fun. Um, I would love to do that. 
I mean, the the breakfast with Woody and Jesse and, and Bullseye, I mean, ugh, you're right. I, I would so, so, so much like to do that. But again, these, these are not the what. <laughs> That's eating with the characters, not eating the characters. Did I say eating the characters? No, you were like, you know, the, the breakfast eating or I, it was something you said. Never mind. Go ahead. If you say so, I still am going to go with you on the struggle bus. Um, these are not, this is something that we should know, Jamie. These are not the three night sailing. So you're not going to see these on the uber popular Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, three night cruises. These are going to be on the longer length cruises. Um, so it's not something that at this point we're willing to do with a kiddo in school. Minimum five nights, correct? Correct. Yeah. No, I think that's um, cool. And specifically to the um, Pixar theme, they had characters from Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Incredibles, Inside Out, uh, Miguel from Coco, or as Aiden says, Megan, uh, Remy, (laughs) Megan, Megan, Remy from Ratatouille, and Doug and Russell from Up. So, And these are going to be January, um, February, and early early march like the first week week and a half of march and it's going to start um january the 6th the 6th is the earliest one so it's going to be after the um winter break time has has ended and before spring break time starts yeah although marvel day the the last marvel day um one of the five nights goes 8th to the 13th is the last day so about two weeks into march or so but yep Cool. All right. Next news story. And I want to make sure I'm in the right order, Donna. I was not. (laughs) I'm doing Vero, correct? Correct. Okay. This is a big one. Refurbishment planned for Disney's Vero Beach Resort pool in early 2024. Um, So guests planning a trip to Disney's Vero Beach in early 2024 will want to be aware that a refurbishment has been announced for several of the resort's recreational areas. Um, from January 8th uh, through, quote-unquote, late March, which is the most um, up-to-date date that we have, um, the Vero Beach Feature Pool and Pirate's Plunge Pool Slide. Uh, say that be, three times fast. Yeah, I had to say it one time slow. Um, <laughs> that was kind of witty. will be closed for refurbishment. Um, and as a result, the Tiger Lily Wet Play Area um, portholes, miniature golf, and the Whirlpool Spa will also be closed um, during this time. And Donna, as you know, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, we're spending two nights mm-hmm. um, Bureau in June. Super, super excited for this. I would have never guessed the main slide is the Pirate Plunge. Oh, is that the name of the actual pool and not the slide? No, it's, a, it's the slide. It's just the slide, yeah. I never would have gotten the. I think you know. What, I think the pirate. Thing. I think the pirate. No, the Tiger Lily water play area is the kids' water play area. Andrew, correct. Uh, Andrew's arguing with us that he's saying the Tiger Lily play area is not the same thing as the pirate plunge because it's like a pirate ship play area for the kids. In any case, it does right, not it's matter. Two different things. It's it's but- the entire outside attraction area besides yeah. the beach. They are closing everything on that side. Now, Jamie, this is something that you may or may not know. On the other side of the main road that you come in on, there is additional um, courts, tennis courts, uh, basketball, things like that. That's still part of the amenities of Disney's Vero Beach Resort. 
But the main stuff that people are taking advantage of closed for 10, 10 plus weeks. I mean, that's, that's a big closure. Again, I mean, I guess they have to do it during the coolest time of the year. That makes the yeah. most sense. But at the same time, are people really going to go down to the beach and into the water? I, I can't imagine so. Yeah. Now, as far as I understand, the beach house pool will still be open. But yeah, definitely want the main area. Yeah. So, but won't affect us. So, Jimmy Crack Corn, I guess. Uh, in any case, let's talk about the Garden Rocks uh, concert series that Jamie cannot say. The lineup has been announced for 2023. Um, I actually, I'm almost ashamed to admit this. And now that I know it, I think it's so stinking cool. Um, the Garden Rocks concert series, when I was reading through the names on the schedule, there were some that I recognized right away. There were some that I was like, okay, I think I know that name, but I'm not sure. And then I was reading some names and I was like, this is, I, I don't know anything about this person. Like uh, this, this means nothing to me. And it wasn't until I got to a little line um, later on in Disney's post that I realized that Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday evenings are local Orlando artists. I think that's so stinking cool. Oh, that is super cool. I, and I truthfully, like I live here, obviously I've gone to these concerts many times. I've talked to clients about these concerts and not until I read the article, I guess, thoroughly this this past week. Did I see that little note about, you know, local Orlando area artists Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday? I thought that was really, really, really neat and worth mentioning on our show because why not go out and support a local artist? How cool is that? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, and looking through, I always tend to think the Garden Rocks um, concert series is, is probably one of my least favorite that's performed in that theater through the first I won't part. argue that point I, either. I think it's the weakest certainly I think the best you know they're too different to compare um but it, for me it's it's Disney on Broadway and Candlelight Processional I think those are the two best uses of the space and I think um uh Eat to the Beat tends to have slightly better artists but um I know some of these names like you know Daughtry Journey I've lead singer is going to be there um jody messina's country my mom loves herman's hermits loves them and last year we okay. were um we were away when they were when they were in town so she was so 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 sad well obviously not we were in alaska she wasn't that sad um but uh she's super excited she already has it on her calendar to go for at least two of the evenings that herman's hermits are here in may and of course donna you would know that living color performs cm pug's theme song cult of personality of course. <laughs> so, all right. Um, well, kind of tangentially related to that. Tangentially. Did you like that? I've been using I that. I did. Um, details have been announced for the Garden Rocks dining packages at Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. And Donna, truth be told, when I was pulling articles from our friends at WDWNT, I didn't even see this during the week. I had no idea this was announced. Okay. Um, so I was actually interested to see what um, uh, restaurants were participating. Um, and I don't think we necessarily need to get into hardcore with the pricing or anything like that, but it'll be a Akershus Val yells at me because I always say it wrong. Akershus Royal Banquet Hall, Beer Garden, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, La Cellier, um, Rose and Crown, Spice Road Table, as well as Regal Eagle. 
Smokehouse as a quick um, service option. So if you planned on doing the meal and want some reserved seating and wanted to go for the uh, concert as well, I, I definitely think this is a great option. And again, this is when not the only time, obviously, but one of the times that I missed the darn dining plan so much, Jamie, this was always such a cool use of a dining plan credit to have it tied with um, any of the concert series. I just, I miss it because it's, it's, it's a big out of pocket hit, but with that dining plan, it was so nice. Well, towards the end, it wasn't it two credits though. Toward the end. Yep. Yeah. I know. I know for candlelight, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I didn't remember the, cause we never did, the dining package, I don't think, for like one of the concerts, but gotcha. other than candlelight. So, yeah. All right, Donna, why don't you take us home with our last news story here? This one's kind of cool. And actually, it's funny because I had not told Andrew about it when you and I had seen the article. And he was like, whoa, look at the new cast member costumes for, for PhotoPass. So, of course, I gave him like the quick rundown that they're, quote, environmentally friendly um, costumes. But I love these. Granted, I do like obnoxious colors. And we all know that you adore obnoxious colors. I love so these. This, is, I, this, this color. I have this shirt. Probably a good fit for you. It's like a, I don't say a neon green, but a very bright like highlighter green with a nice blue stripe down the shoulders and they're wearing blue shorts or pants with it. I like it so much more than the, the old kind of, I don't want to say camo cause it's not the right uh, khaki. Safari. Almost. Yeah. Look, um, they look really comfortable. They have, uh, when I say back flap, it sounds like something ridiculous, but like a vent, in the back to keep the cast members cooler. Um, but quote, they are sustainable sustainability and environmental consciousness are major focuses of all design work for cast member costumes. We're always looking for new practices and technologies that go to the, go the extra mile toward reducing our environmental footprint. So the fabric is designed to control moisture and protect against the sun's UV rays, um, keeping them comfortable and safe. We want them to be at their best so they can make magic for Yes. So I think they're great. I think they're going to make them uh, stand out more, a little easier for guests to spot. When guests are paying the, the money for Memory Maker, I want them to use it. That's what I tell them all. Like, it's a great value, but please, please, please stop buying the photographers and use it. They're going to be hard to miss out, and I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, and when, when you were saying how much I would like these colors, I will send you a picture when we're done recording. I have this shirt in a golf polo, 100%. Nice. Um, and you know what? It makes so much more sense. The PhotoPass logo itself is that green and navy blue together. I agree. Um, it's I love this, and I, I it sounds so so small and and so little, but man, just the look of this. This was a huge huge improvement. I want to give props to Disney because we can certainly criticize you know where where we see fit as well. But this looks great. Um, you know. The, the cast member costumes being made from, you know, recycled materials it is a cool element as well um, with that environmental consciousness as well. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Better to spot because a lot of times, it, I mean, unless they were actively taking a picture, you could almost confuse a photo pass photographer for a custodian because I thought their costumes were really, really similar, especially mm -hmm. in color. Um these are awesome. I love this. I, I would buy this shirt if they sell it. <laughs> it looks a lot like a shirt that I got for Andrew at um, a place that, that no longer exists, at least as, as a physical store. It's now all, all online. And as a place where 
um, Disney would offload merchandise for uh, obviously super cheap and then they would turn around and sell it. Jamie, I think maybe possibly one of the first times you guys came down, we took you there. It was like a big open warehouse and they had like all sorts of really cool stuff. Yes, like numbers from like hotel rooms, like yeah. stuff that probably sh- was taken <laughs> and shouldn't have been, but they were reselling old ride vehicles for different things. But I got Andrew a polo shirt that um, is a Disney golf polo shirt. It is that exact color scheme, blue collar, the bright green shirt, and it has the hole on the left side for like the reinforced area for the cast members name tags. Mm. So he definitely has this too. And we were laughing that if he wore that to... uh if you wore that to the parks, it'd be interesting. Walk around with a giant Nikon <laughs> camera. No, very cool. Um, props to Disney. I have to say, these, these are fantastic. So, I agree. With that being said, Donna, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back taking another look at our crystal balls. All right, Donna, and we are back revisiting our crystal ball segment. Yay! No, okay, there we go. Interactive podcasting today. Um, just an update. At least I didn't call it our crystal balls. That's true. Yeah, you got to be careful. They could break easily. Um, <laughs> maybe that's where the phrase came from. Um, Clearly, yeah. All right, just an update on the score. Currently, Donna is in the lead by one sixteen to fifteen. i'm excited there we go um we have some (laughs) updates that we're going to do um where we can what do you think donna should we just go through um ones that were announced and update the score and visit and do some new ones at the end yeah it's perfect let's do it like that as long as that works for your spreadsheet sure yeah it's good i have to stop jamie now and say that this is his brainchild, this, the spreadsheet that he's been keeping and everything like that. So in, in, in this instance, all credit goes to Jamie because I did not create the spreadsheet and keep the tallies, which also means, folks, that Jamie could skew this in his favor at any time because I don't even have access to the darn thing. I didn't send it to you? No. Oh, my bad. Okay. I, when you went through that, when you went through the whole spiel, I'll send it to you right now. When you went through the whole spiel, I thought you were going to end it with, and I couldn't understand anything. No, Donna, you are listed as an editor on this. You definitely have access. If you say so. It, when it should have gone to your uh, your pixie. All right, I will check. Okay. Um, if not, I think I can copy the link somehow. But nevertheless. Um, Meeting Ariel at the Magic Kingdom. We had to revisit this. Uh, Donna, my original prediction was June 1st of 2022. Yours was September 1st of 2022. We revisited, I believe in our last episode, uh, right before Christmas. Um, I said March 1st of 23. You said May 1st of 23. Correct answer, January 23rd. So that will be a win for me. Oh, I know you're so sad typing that you won. To tie everything up. Okay, next up, Enchanted Tales with Belle. Something else that we had to revisit, Donna, which is pretty cool. Um, Or awful, (laughs) whichever way you're looking at it. Jamie, I'm honestly just thrilled that we have a date. Like, I'm yeah. thrilled that we can give a solid update for this. Yeah. Um, original prediction, I had May 1st of 22. Donna had March 30th of 22. Um, when we revisited, I said March 1st of 23. 
Donna said December 1st of 2022. Ouch. Which I don't know how that actually makes sense, Donna, because we updated this on December 20th. So then I, I must have said 23. You must have said 23. Yeah, I just had a little typo. All right. Another win for me. Correct answer, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, February the 19th of 2023. Super exciting. Um, next up, the Walt Disney World Railroad. Donna. Yet something else we had to revisit. Um, my original, both of our original predictions were October 1st of 22. Which is um, when it should have been reopened. Yeah, 100%. Um, I said March 1st of 23. Donna said uh, on Christmas of 22. Donna was off by two days. It Not bad, Donna. December. I'll tell you, I, I looked at this. Some of them that we get to are insanely close nice um okay next up oh that's i'm um, sorry that's something that we have to revisit later okay um the official opening date for the donna something else we had to revisit <laughs> roundup rodeo barbecue my original prediction december 1st 22 Donna's original prediction, July 1st of 2022, um, re- we revisited, I said, April 1st of 2023. Oh, well done. Donna said March 15th of 23. Even better done. Actually, Donna, this is a flat out tie. What is it, the 22nd? It's the 23rd. So it'd be eight days apart, right? Yeah. Wow. Hold on. 30 days has it. So there's 31. So 24, 25, 26, 28, 29, 31. Darn it. Yes. We somehow tied. We split the difference. We each get a heifer. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. That is crazy. I swear we have the whole. I swear to you. I didn't realize it was halved until I just just said that that's wild yeah um all right and this we had to revisit as well pete's silly sideshow the meet and greet at um magic kingdom in two uh not toontown Fantasyland, storybook circus that's what i was looking yeah um i originally said september 1st of 22 donna said july 1st of 22 (laughs) womp womp I revisited and put my birthday, April 16th of 23. Donna said Valentine's Day, February 14th of 23. Ooh, correct, correct answer, January 15th of 23. Point for Donna. Um, and then we have some Donna that are insanely good. Are you ready for these? Okay. And these were original predictions. Not uh, We didn't have to revisit these. Tron Light Cycle Run. Donna said March 1st of 23. Wow. I said April 1st of 23. Wow. They're both good. Three days. Now, Donna, this is sad. Are you ready for this one? Okay. The Return of Happily Ever After. I said April 1st of 23. Off by two days. Nice. Donna said April 4th 
off by <laughs> one. Correct date, <laughs> April the... Wait a minute. They are... Is it 4-3 or 4... Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Tron. Yeah, April 3rd for um, the return of Happily Ever After. But two outstanding guesses. I was a turd ball if I went second, or you were a turd ball if you went second. I'm hoping in that case that you actually did go second. That way I can say neener, 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 not be the turd. Well, in fairness, we did also know that um, Enchantment was going away post end of the 50th. So Correct. And that end date is March 31st. So we did have some more readily available context clues. You were wishful thinking. Yeah. Although, Jamie, I will say, and this is probably going to surprise you to hear it, I the soundtrack for this version of the fireworks is growing on me. For enchantment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he sits and he sings it most nights. Yeah. And I like the, the Walt and Roy and, and Mickey voices. Yeah, I, I actually, the, um, uh, you are the magic. Actually, mm-hmm. that's not a bad tune. I do agree. No. I think the show's trash. I really don't like the show itself. I mean, it's not harmonious trash. It's not a dumpster yeah. fire. It's just in the dumpster next door. Tangentially okay. dumpster, if you will. Um, <laughs> but I just, I, I much prefer the Happily Ever After tune. I think that's much better. Much better. Fair. Um, okay, so we need to revisit some that we didn't do in our last round of revisits. Let's do it. Okay. So the park package pickup. I said originally December 20th, 2021. Donna said December 21st of 2021. Um, And Donna, before we kind of dive into this, I think we should also let our listeners know what we came to as a conclusion the other day in terms of what we need to revisit. Why don't you, you want to share? Oh gosh, did did you make your, okay, I will tell you what we were discussing and then you can just confirm what, what the final decision was. So Jamie and I were trying to figure out how much post- I don't say expiration, but that's kind of what we're looking at. How much buffer time we needed to leave after the latest date that had been stated in order for it to be fair. So I'll give you an example. As we sit here recording, it's February the 5th. We did not want to revisit something that either Jamie or I had said February 1st for because then, you know, you're only giving that person four days past the date that they had stated in order for that to be, you know, considered the win. So we wanted to give a little bit of a buffer there. So Jamie, what did we decide? Two or three months? Um, I think three. Okay. Like three. Like if, if you had said, you know, February 1st, I think we can start looking at revisiting, you know, post May 1st. So nothing that we're looking at tonight would have anything past an early November guess. Oh, okay. Uh, I hope, unless I messed up. Um, oh, which I actually didn't. Uh, one thing we need to give clarification dates on, I think. But we can talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah, unless I mess something up, that is correct. All right, perfect. Okay, so the park package pickup. Um, this is where you, you know, buy something at a souvenir um, store, merchandise shop, um, and they will 
send it to the front of the park where you can pick it up later as opposed to having to carry it around all day or rent a locker. So, Jamie, the more I think about something like this, and I know this is terrible. This is terrible to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. It goes back to, for me, how much did that service benefit Disney? So I want to explain what I'm thinking there. Sure. Do we really think that significantly less merchandise was purchased because someone had to carry it around that day instead of being able to say, oh, I can buy this big thing, send it to the front of the park. I don't have to worry about it. Did that really deter people from buying? Because unless the answer to that question was, yes, for sure, we have data that says that people are not buying the bigger items or the more fragile items because they don't want to have to carry it around. There's not much benefit to Disney to do it. They have to hold the bags. They have to have a cast member come around and bring the bags to the front. They have to sort the bags in the front. They have to staff that area for the cast with cast members. So there has to be some return on Disney's part to make this make sense for them financially. And if it doesn't, you bet your tush it's not coming back. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I Well, I do agree with everything you said. And I have not seen that even in any sort of survey question. So I, I don't even think Disney's thinking of that in terms of um, potentially lost revenue. Because um, to your point, you know, if, if little Charlie's kicking and screaming about you know, a Pixar ball toy, the decision is not whether we can send the ball to the front of the park. You know, it's, I agree. Um, so are you offering a date or are you just flat out not coming back? Well, I think by our rules, woo, I just dropped my computer, slid the computer. I think by our rules, we have to come up with a date. So even if we push the date, you know, a year out, we push the date a year out, correct? Sure. Okay. When do I think that this will come back? I will say. Can I ask one clarification? At, are we going at all or permanently? Because this did come back temporarily for the holidays one year. And that's that's literally what I was just going to say, that I could see it coming back for the holidays. I'm not sure if it would stay back. That was what I was about to say. So does that not count then? Do you want me to do a permanent? No, do it. We'll we'll. I'll make like an asterisk or a comment or something. We'll say temporary. Okay. When, so then, when yeah. it temporarily comes back. I think it will come back again December 18th. All right. 12-18-23. Insert com. I mean, we are getting super technical now. I can even add others with an at symbol. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. <laughs> at Donna. <laughs> this is miracle. <laughs> Um, uh, temporary for holidays and I am going to say the same thing um, I'm going to go I can't be a huge turd and say 1220 um, uh, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and I'll say 12-1 of 23 give a little bit of a buffer all right, let's do it. Okay. All right. So here's where we have to have a little discussion, Donna. And, and I didn't realize this ahead of time. Otherwise, I would have talked about this off podcast. Um, but we have the Fantasmic Dessert Party, and we did not give dates. Mm -hmm. We gave months. 
Um, and I was going to say both are expired, but technically mine is not. So I said March of 23. You said January of 23. What would you like to do with that? Uh, or I should, already... Oh, God. Uh, or should we just kick the can down the road and see if yeah, it doesn't come because back? Yeah, yeah, yours is still good. All right. I'm going to take that off of tonight's thing. Um, and I, I'm somewhat surprised that more of the dessert parties and things like that haven't come back. I'm really, really surprised by that. Um, I, I didn't think it would come back with the relaunch of Fantasmic, but if I'm picking a date that's not March, like it's a little later on, I think May 1st, June 1st, I think it's a summer thing if – I don't see it not coming back. I just don't understand like those extra dessert parties really are minimal in terms of Disney cost. Um, and they have the dessert Yeah, but there's, there's, a fireworks, there's a fireworks show that still hasn't come back that had a great dessert party too. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, we've talked about that before. I mean, I, I think that's the best dessert party they 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 do bar none. I think it's better than one of Magic Kingdom. Um, but that's also, you know, to be fair to the dessert party, that's clearly going to be tied to um, the show itself. Which I don't know yeah. why that why that's not coming back because or hasn't come back yet. Is that on the crystal ball, James? Um, we have it before. I don't know. Um, Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. Donna, you said March 15th of this year. I said June 1st. I think it's a, I think it's a budget thing. They're, they're going to run Fantasmic as the nighttime and, and kick the can down the road on Galactic Spectacular or another nighttime show. I mean, I'm not saying it has to be that, but that show is really, really good. Phenomenal. Even for us who are not big Star Wars fans, you yeah. cannot tell me that, that that music and that score with those fireworks, it was just so cool. They had so many cool elements, too. And I know we're, we're getting a little off topic, but... Squirrel. You know, yeah, squirrel. Lights in the, the trees. I mean, there were so many cool elements to that. But All right. Um, one thing... Why did I say we have to revisit this? Clearly, I didn't look at both people's dates. That's wrong. I was going to say we had to do <laughs> That's wrong. That's wrong. Uh, Disney Junior Dance Party. You are at 1123. I said 4123. So, yeah, I don't know why I said that. Uh, we just did the play and dance on Saturday. It's cute, but it's not nearly as cute as the full on show. Yeah. Okay. So we still have a little more time. We may have to revisit the parking trams for a third time, Donna. Woof. All right. In our next one. Okay, so I have three new ones that we have left to go over. Okay. Okay, we have not done these in the history of Crystal Ball. Okay. All right. I know it's a lot of lead in. One of which I think we talked about before, but never put in dates to. Okay. What will be the first day since pre. I mean, even pre-pre-COVID, that both water parks will be open on the same day. 
not fair. You need to talk about the push notification we got on our app. Oh, that yeah. Um, so was that in the pass holder buzz? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So interesting. And I sent this screenshot to Donna. There was an interesting little push notification that came out. It was specifically about Blizzard Beach. And it mentioned something, something. I mean, the, what, what it said was not really relevant. But was relevant was that you could visit it through December 31st. Um, and that was the first time we've seen, because even park hours for them aren't posted that far in advance, that any sign of it being open for the entire year um, was posted. And the other side of the coin that's super interesting is that we know that um, the Disney Vacation Club Moonlight Magic uh, specialty events will be going on this year at Typhoon Lagoon. Don't have to be Dick Tracy to understand that that at least seems to believe that both water parks will be open at some point um, on the same day this calendar um, year. And I don't remember offhand, I want to say that the uh, Moonlight Magic events for Typhoon Lagoon are May, Donna? May. They August? usually start in May. Yeah, they usually start in May. Yeah. So the question becomes... When prior to that event night will both be open at the same time is really what we're looking at. So mm -hmm. I guess what Jamie and I, the reason I wanted Jamie to bring both of those pieces to light was to say that we are not sitting here totally guessing, you know, in the dark of, oh, maybe Blizzard Bleach is going to close on, you know, December 31st and Typhoon Lagoon is going to open January 1st while Blizzard closes. So we know, at least we believe to know, based on information that has been shared from Disney, that that will not be the case because they're not going to open Typhoon Lagoon just for DVC members for select nights. That would make no sense. That's not, in my humble opinion, going to happen. It's going to be open to, um, to, to other guests, again, in my opinion. So my guess will be Easter this week or this week. Oh boy, we're both having good days. Easter this year is April the, the Sunday this year. Seventh. Oh yeah. Just when does that oh no, excuse me. That's 2024. Why am I 2024? <laughs> I really am on the beep beep struggle bus. It is the hold Sorry. please. Yep. Sunday, the 9th of April. So I'm going to say it'll be open for the week before because typically the week before and the week after Easter, we see a bump in crowds. So I will say April 3rd, Jim. <sighs> I'm going to for sure stay away from that because I don't, I don't think they're going to reopen that with Tron and Happily Ever After being those same dates. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I, I, you know, it was funny when you were talking, Donna, uh, about, you know, DVC opening for Moonlight Magic, and, you know, only those nights. And then I'm thinking to myself, man, that's a move that Disney could actually do. Like I, that's almost like more plausible, I think, than we give it credit for just because DVC pays, you know, the, the Walt Disney company to rent out that park. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it could be a matter of 
closing Blizzard Beach a little earlier or whatever, you know, pulling in staff. Um, do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. Um, I do want to see what the Moonlight Magic dates are, though, because I'm going to go later. I almost want to go like a Labor Day kind of thing. Um, Memorial Day, you mean? What did I say? Labor Day? You did. I always get those confused. Um, Typhoon Lagoon, May 23rd and August 23rd. No June dates for Moonlight Magic is really surprising. Um, man, do I think they're going to open it in March? I, I'm telling you, it's either going to be March 1st or May 1st. I'm so which go, way do you go, my friend? I'm going to go later. I'm going to say March. Oh, I'm sorry, May 1st. <laughs> Your level of struggle tonight is my favorite. I can't, like, speak. It's awful. Um, so, we have two more. Very similar um, in concept to the park package pickup is resort hotel delivery, which we've never done. And this um, was very similar, as I said. Buy a souvenir, buy something. You can say, oh, I'm staying at Pop Century. They'll take your package and deliver it to the particular resort. You pick it up at the resort's um, gift shop. And Donna, Universal has this up and running again still, right? Do you remember? Do you know that offhand? I don't want to say one way or the other and be wrong. Okay. I thought they do, but I would have to double check that. Um, And I'll go first on this one. I'm going to speak to your logic in regards to, you know, it's Disney has to show a positive reason to do this. Um, And I think, you know, I'm going to take that back. Disney in their mind has to show on a balance, a line item, how, you know, they get a return on investment for this service which I think is a huge problem um, with kind of the mindset and the thinking of um, this. I can't think of the word for what was the word Stevenson always used for like thinking uh, paradigm. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Like this huge paradigm that, that they think they have to show, you know, X causes Y to happen. Like this is just a benefit. You can have your guests and a benefit of being an on-site guest that like Disney just doesn't value or or they don't see it because it's not that line item on a balance sheet. Right. And this goes back to, you know, something we've beat dead at this point. So I'm, I'm not going to spend a ton of time, but magic express, you know, having that, that included transportation. Um, The dining plan was always a great selling point. Extra magic hours in the evening, not the half an hour in the morning, always a great selling point. Um, and not say that, like, you know, Jamie and I upsell people because I can speak for Jamie and say that we don't. But they're, they're just quite simply used to be more benefits to staying on property than there are now. Period. End of discussion. Yeah. yeah so I, I would think that they would bring, and I could be wrong with this, and I could probably be convinced otherwise. But I would think that they would probably bring, bring back Easy for me to speak today package pickup at the front of the park before they would bring back delivery to all of the resorts because it'd be oh you've rubbed off on me significantly more time consuming and more uh, cast member consume consuming hours to do that versus bringing everything to the front of the park 
So if you need a refresher from, you know, 10 minutes ago, Donna, you said December 18th of this year for park package pickup. I said December 1st of 23. Do you think they're tied together or do you think they're completely standalone? Yeah, you know what? I mean, they, they're standalone, but I, I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think they have the resort hotel delivery come back before the park package pickup because I, I, that's more transportation cost that's mm-hmm. involved. And I just don't know, though, I really don't want to put a 24 prediction on this chart, but. You know, it would be kind of interesting. You just said something that kind of switched my thinking. Okay. So I'm leaving my other prediction because I still very much think that that's plausible, especially because we saw it happen this past year. But I wonder if this is something that under Iger's leadership could be budgeted for either quarter to quarter or fiscal year. We know the fiscal year ends toward the end of September for Disney. Could this be an October 1st rollout, you know, under Iger's leadership? No, we are bringing back this benefit. You know, we are budgeting for this our next fiscal year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it can't be. Um, I'm just going to, just to keep a date in 23, and I said I was going to go first, I'll say. So, interestingly enough, my phone took the perfect opportunity to buzz when you said, I'll say, and I heard. (laughs) December 1st. December 1st. And I had said the 18th. You know what? I'll I'll be consistent. I'll keep it the same date that that they would bring it back at the same time. Okay. All right, so we have one more to talk about, Donna, and this is somewhat surprising. I think that it hasn't been brought back, um, but uh, tied a lot to Happily Ever After, and that was sort of the pre- or post-show, depending on when you saw it, uh, projection show of <laughs> which I thought was so underrated. The biggest thing to me that was cool about that is it allowed – I don't want to say more folks, because I I guess at that point in time, most people are already where they're going to be standing to watch the fireworks or staying after the fireworks to see it. But I always thought it was cool that it gave people another opportunity to see the projection mapping technology without, and I I don't use the word distraction in a negative way in this case, but without a distraction of fireworks. That is the whole show. That is everything. And it is really cool. I will never forget my friend Dan's face when one of the times that, you know, we came down from Pennsylvania, he's a big tech person, same, same as you, James. And he was like slack jawed watching the projections because he was like I-, I don't i don't understand it's so crisp and so clear and where are they coming from and like he was blown away by the tech you know whatever it was 12 13 years ago yeah turn around dan it's on top of casey's <laughs> um yeah but I, I i would love to see this show come back and it's like you said just something and i love the name of it i mean it's so so smart like happily ever after that's the end of the story what happens at the beginning once upon a time and i'm not gonna nitpick disney and say oh it should only be before happily ever after because then it doesn't make sense that's ridiculous to go that far um it's a cool show it's really really well done and the music i think in it is is very pretty as well um so happily ever after we know is coming back april 3rd i am going to default to you since i did the last one first 
part of me wonders like, hey, will they bring this back when they bring back Happily Ever After? Because it has paired with it before, because they have the timing down, XYZ, because, because, because. Another part of me feels pretty strongly that it would have been announced if that was happening because they announced the date for Happily Ever After. I agree. I completely agree with that. So that said, do I think it will come back? When do I think it will come back? All the questions. Let's see. This is when you preparing the spreadsheet gives you an advantage because you are at least able to get the metaphorical ball rolling in your head for, for thoughts here. And this is all, you know, cold conversation for me. Um, let's go with it will return August 1st. Just because right. I said so. I just did a, a search on Disney's website for Once Upon a Time. Did you know the store where they had like Santa Goofy meet? Like it says Carthay Circle. That's actually called Once Upon a Time. I had no idea. I did not know that either. Yeah, that's weird. Because um, I saw like an operating hour and it said like 8.30 a.m. Like what is going on? <laughs> um, all right, so you said August 1st. I actually really like that prediction. Um, I will go, I'm going to say June 1st. I like the summer month kind of concept. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's even somewhat plausible it could be coming back with Happily Ever After, and they just haven't announced it. Just not plausible enough for me to go with that as my guess. Yeah, I agree. I think they would have announced something ahead of time or at least a little footnote i mean it doesn't have to be its own presser but you know it could have been in the article about when happily ever after is coming back so no for sure we shall see all right donna why don't you take us home so last week you folks might recall that i refused to commit to what we were doing this week which is a good thing because jamie buffed the order in his head and this episode was supposed to be next week's episode so instead i can say with 70% confidence that Jamie <laughs> will be uh, hammering me with thumbs up, thumbs down uh, next week. He loves playing this little game and trying to give me the worst of two options to pick from um, uh, with thumbs up. No, thumb. Donna, that's would you oh, rather. Okay. All right. So the thumbs up, thumbs down is when you say something and I have to tell you if I do it or not, correct? Whether, yeah, whether you give it a thumbs up, whether it's a thumbs down. All right. So, and of course, Jamie's going to have what he considers to be right and wrong answers. And exactly. I'll tell you if that's true or not. <laughs> there you go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>